Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, I think there should be a prize for the best adult listening as well. Make, make sure, every, make sure everyone, everyone is awake. Um, I guess before I get started... I feel that I should really address the elephant in the room this morning. Um, I've had quite a few comments <laughs> past my direction as I entered this morning. I'm not, re- I'm not really sure why. It's just, it just, fi- it feels like, I don't, I, I don't know, it feels like there's an extra weight around my neck and, <laughs> and I feel like I really need to say something on it. Um, yeah, well, is it a growth? No, it's not a growth. Um, so, yes, I am available for kids' parties, various functions, what have you, com- comedy acts. I, I am around if you, if you do need uh, any services. So, before I kick off, I just want to say good morning, everyone. Great for you to be here. Um, we're, we are starting, uh, or we've started a new series called Renew. And in the spirit of Renew, I've been thinking to myself, I'm going to do something slightly different this year. And this year for me is the bow tie year. So this is just the first of many to come. Be expectant. So we've been going through a series on Renew. And, you know, it's it's great time really, because when you think about it, January is a great month for reflection and looking back on 2016 planning for 2017, putting in place New Year's resolutions and what have you. Hands up if anyone put in place a New Year's resolution this year. Yeah, show of hands, keep your hands up if, if you're still going strong on your New Year's resolution. A few hands still up in here, that's, that's good. You know, my, my New Year's resolution was to eat less chocolates and sweets this year. So what was that, Pat? Yeah, well, yeah. Pat, Pat knows me very well. She's in our, in, our, in our life group. So that's a very challenging New Year's resolution for me. But I'm happy to say, I'm happy to say, where, where are we now? Is it 22nd of January? 22nd. Well, I got to 10 past 2 on the 1st of January. 10 past 2 on the 1st of January before I went for that big chocolate bar. But you know why I'm happy? Because it's a whole hour later than I did the previous year. So, you know, for me, that's progress. For me, that is progress. Now, before I kick off, I really want to just share a bit more about today's message and have a little time of re- recapping. So we're looking at Renew. We're looking at what it is to, to reestablish and to refresh and, and all the different bits around January and, and that excitement of, of putting something new in place. And I guess if I would start with a definition of, of what renew is, Dave touched on it a couple of weeks ago, is to resume, to reestablish, to repeat, extended period of validity. It's to replace. And Dave kicked off the first two parts of our series around uh, renewing your race, looking at the spiritual, spiritual side. So what is it? with regards to having favor with God, renewing your race and having that relationship with God and moving on in your walk with God in 2017. He then moved on to um, renew your resolve, the mental aspect and having wisdom and the application of wisdom 
and what does God say about situations and circumstances and how you can apply that in your life. And my third series today, if we just move on with the slides, please. The third, third series today for me is all about renewing your relationships. Renewing your relationships. So I looked at uh, a definition of what relationships actually mean. And relationships are the way two or more people or things are connected, the state of being connected, the state of being connected. Some of the words that were included in the definition I found was connection, association, link, correlation, alliance, bond. It's where two things come together. Two things come together. And the Bible is great as a book with regards to looking at and understanding relationships. There's so many good examples in the Bible around people interacting with people, because I just find people interested. We're all unique, we're all different, and that's what beauty and the joy of being able to, to read the Bible and understand how relationships work and what we can glean and take for it. So I, I did a bit of research, um, as you do, and I found some interesting stats around how we as humans can relate with each other and you know, some interesting stats around relationships. And the first one I found was, and I, I've put it on the screen so it'll be the next slide. Did you know, in a relationship, when you argue, if your heart rate goes above 100 beats a minute, you are incapable of, hear, incapable of hearing what the other person is saying. When you're in a relationship, and your heart rate goes above 100 beats a minute, you're incapable of hearing what the other person is saying. Wow. I saw that stuff and I thought, that's amazing. It makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense to me. That why when I argue with my wife, I can't remember a word she said. I cannot remember anything she said. Makes perfect sense. So she goes, David, do you remember what we discussed, stroked, argued about yesterday? No, I don't have a clue. Don't, don't, don't have a clue. The next interesting fact I found out was studies indicate that when a man kisses his wife goodbye when he leaves for work, his average income is higher than the guy that doesn't. Wow. When a... <laughs> People are giggling. When a man kisses his wife goodbye when he leaves for work, averages a higher income than the guy that didn't. Wow, when I came across that stat, I reversed the car on the drive, went back home, and I was late for work. No, no, no. The third interesting fact I found was on average, women say 7,000 more words per day, or 7,000 words per day whereas men only say 2,000 words a day. Wow. Yeah, well, as Dave said, quality, not quantity. His words, not mine. Wow. So, as guys, have you ever wondered why you never get the last words in an argument? Well, it's facts. I mean, it's there on the screen. Women just naturally have more to say than men. So, I guess when I came across these three facts, I thought, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. If I take it all in conjunction, 
the key thing for me to do and remember is, whenever I'm in an argument, make sure my heart rate goes above 100 beats a minute because I will never remember a word she says. Always remember she's going to have the last words because she's got so much more to say than I do. But whatever you do, never forget to kiss her goodbye on her way to work. So moving swiftly on, I'm going to really focus in on the main passage of, of what we've been looking at during the series. And that's Luke chapter 2 from verse 41 to 52. Luke chapter 2 from verse 41 to 52. And the whole purpose of today's message is understanding relationships and delving a bit deeper with regards to what the Bible teaches us about relationships. So I'm just going to read, and David's touched on it this morning. It's Luke chapter 2, verses 41 from to 52. And I'm going to read from the NIV version. And it's, Boy Jesus at the Temple. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts. I'm just going to pause it there for a moment. They said, after three days, they found him in the temple courts. Three days, Jesus was missing. Now, I don't know about you, but over Christmas period, um, I've, got, I've got young kids, and there was repeats of films going on. And the film I'm talking about is Home Alone. The Home Alone film, I'm not sure if anyone is aware of the Home Alone film here. It's slightly before my time because it was 80s and, 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 and 90s, so I've, so I've caught up on it on YouTube and what have you. But it's a whole concept is around parents misplacing their children. So in the film, they talk around him being, they, they, when they've established that he's missing, it's after, I think it's a few hours or so, but they're ready on a the plane, they need to get back and what have you. But Jesus here was missing for three days. Three days. Wow. Not three minutes, not three hours, but three days. So if we continue on, after three days they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. What did Jesus respond? What did he say? He said, why were you searching for me? He asked. Don't you know that in 2,000 years from now, they're going to make four Hollywood movies about Home Alone? No, he didn't say that. He said, did you not know I had been in my father's house? I had been in my father's house. But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature, in favor with God and with man, stroke woman, when he had extra time for the 7,000 words a day. But Jesus grew 
in stature, in wisdom, in favor with God and with man. And what I'm going to be looking at today is the last bit, the favor with man. Jesus grew in favor, with favor with man. Now, the, the, the first bit really to kind of home in on here is, did you not know I had to be in my father's house? Do you realize Jesus, before he could grow in all those four things, he had to place himself in the right place. He put himself in the right place. And that's the starting point. You need to establish yourself in the right place. So to renew your relationships, you firstly need to renew you. You firstly need to renew you. How do you renew you? By putting yourself in the right place. Knowing where God needs you to be, where you need to be, based on your time you spend with God praying, putting yourself in the right place to be able to hear God's voice. It starts with you. I remember uh, something I heard, I think quite, quite a while back, when, when you look at a situation and you, say, and you point at it and say, it's not, it's not me, it's you. That's the, the issue, the cause, the problem. But the thing is, when you point to something as being the problem, Three fingers are pointing back at you. You point with one finger, but three fingers point back at you. So when you talk about relationships, the starting point has to be you. You need to find yourself in the right place. We need to work on yourself first before we can be even begin to talk about working on relationships. Renew you first. The passage in the Bible that really, I think it's one of my, one of my favorite pieces because it just illustrates Jesus' love and grace for us all with regards to understanding that we need to renew ourselves is when the crowds and mob brought the adulterous woman to Jesus and they said we need to stone her by the custom and Jesus' words were just so simple and it was just so apt at that point in time where he said he who is without sin cast the first stone and everyone disappeared slowly. The older men first, the, old, the younger men, they all dis disappeared. That to me is so powerful because it illustrates that none of us are perfect, but we need to start working on ourselves first before we can even begin to work on our relationships. Let's work on ourselves first. Let's renew ourselves first. My second point really is around looking at renewing your relationships. But, well, actually, what we need to do is to relearn our steps. So when we're renewing our relationships, we need to relearn our steps. And there's no better example than Jesus in the Bible when it comes to relationships and what to do and how to behave and how to conduct ourselves in that respect. So... I'm just going to, because time, time is running short, I'm, I'm just going to run through a few great examples that I found within the Bible where God, through Jesus, gives us a great example and a, and a great illustration of how we should approach our relationships, how we sh can spend time renewing our relationships. The first one is to show compassion. Jesus always seemed to understand the needs of those he associated with. He showed compassion. He understood the needs and sought to address them. 
to me, that's a great quality to have when we're looking at renewing our re relationships. Not just understanding and, and empathizing with people, but looking to address a problem, showing compassion. How can you show compassion? You can pray. You can speak with someone. You can share experiences. You can give advice. Jesus always showed compassion. He healed. He gave advice. He gave words of wisdom. And to me, that is such a powerful component about us renewing our relationship. And when we talk about relationships, it's not just about boys and girls or man and woman. It's, it's relationships start in all walks of life. We're, we're talking about relationships at school. And believe you me, the challenges you face at school, and you think to yourself, oh, when would these kids ever grow up? They never grow up. I work in an environment where, you know, you still, you still have the same challenges and the same pressures you have when, when, when you were young. Slightly different, but you still have pressures because we all are different and we all have different characteristics. We all have different aspects of our lives. But we need to show compassion. We need to have that compassion. The second aspect and the second example that we can take from Jesus is to have a servant heart. Jesus was the ultimate servant. Mark 10 verse 45 says, The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. What, how, do you, how do you view your relationships? Do you review it as something you... You sit there and ponder and wonder, well, what can I get out from this relationship? Or is it, what can I sow in? What can I put into that relationship? It's a mindset. To have a servant heart is to be able to put someone else before you and say, how can I impart? How can I invest? How can I add to that person's life, not subtract? That can be in your friendships, people you associate with at work, that people you go out with on the weekend, people you play sports with, people who you do after school activities with, be it swimming or whatever it is. Whenever you interact with someone, ask yourself the question, are you taking out from them or are you putting in? Have a servant heart. Third one, love. He died for our sins on the cross. The ultimate act of love. The Bible talks about love, your, love thy neighbor, love your neighbor. And even Jesus said in John 13, the new commandment I give is to love one another as I have loved you. Jesus was a great example of what it is to love. We should approach every situation, every relationship we have from a position of love. The fourth one I have it's a tricky one. Forgiveness. Ooh. It's hard to forgive. I don't know about you. You might all be saints out there. I'm not a saint up here. It's hard to forgive. Try my hardest. But it's hard, you know, when someone's done you wrong, someone's done something that's really hurt you to the core. It's hard to forgive. But then Jesus said, it's right for us to forgive. It's what he would do. And even Jesus said, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. 
Forgiveness is, is a challenge, it's tricky, but it's something that we need to do to establish and to renew our relationships. The last thing you want to be, have is the bondage of unforgiveness because it weighs you down. It weighs the other person down. Let's forgive. You might not be able to interact with the person, but don't let them hold you to ransom with regards to your relationship with God because Jesus said, forgive. Don't let the past hold you back and hold you to ransom. Forgive and move on. Because it's what Jesus would do. It's what Jesus would do. The last, the last example I really wanted to share with you in regards to Jesus being a great example of how we can relate is patience. Jesus always seemed to show a great deal of patience wherever he went and whatever he did. He had large crowds following him all the time, people challenging his thought process, trying to trick him. He had disciples, some of them who doubted him as well. But Jesus showed an amazing amount of patience throughout all of those circumstances and situations. And he didn't act in haste. He didn't do something irrational. But he approached it in the right way, in the right attitude. And dealt with, dealt with it with a great degree of patience. So, I guess, with regards to renewing our relationship... If I was to sum up, it would be to understand that we need to renew you. I need to renew myself before we can become connected and renew our relationships. We need to renew ourselves and then look to renew our relationships. And if I was to leave you all with a couple of challenges this morning, there will be those that are up on screen. It's, what is it about me that I can change to better renew my relationships? What is it about me I can change to better renew my relationships in 2017? Have a think. Write them down. Work on them. The second challenge would be, what relationships do I have that I need to renew in my life today? What relationships do I have that I need to renew in my life today? Two challenges. I'm just going to pray now for our relationships before I wrap up. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.